Welcome to the Power Women in Insurance Show with your host, Teresa Kitchens. Join us as we laugh, talk about hard issues, support each other, and make our industry and our world a better place. Let's go. Hey, everybody, this is Teresa with Power Women in Insurance, and I am super excited today because we have the owner of Extra Mile Insurance Solutions out of Owasso, Oklahoma with us, and it is Nikki Henley. Nikki, how are you today? Hi, I'm doing great. Good, good. Nikki, I am really excited to talk to you today. I'm really excited you are just a little bit north of me. I'm in Dallas or right outside of Dallas, and I know that you are up in the good state of Oklahoma. So uh, how far are you guys from Dallas? How far is that from, from where I'm at? Um, about five hours. Okay, okay. Yeah. So it's, it's not like right there on the border. You're a little bit further up. Oh, no, yeah, we're pretty far north. Okay. Well, perfect. Perfect. Tell me a little bit about your journey with the insurance space and how did you come to be an agency owner up in, up in Oklahoma where you're at right now? Well, I started out, well, I technically started out when I was 18. I worked at a state farm office, but I was just doing ID cards. Uh, I didn't have a license. I really didn't even know what insurance was. And I ended up kind of being more of a personal assistant. And then I only was there for a summer. And then fast forward, um, to about seven years ago, I, I was working as an accounting clerk and I hated it. I was horrible with numbers. I hated not seeing people. I'm like stuck in a basement with spreadsheets. And if they knew how bad at math I was, they would, uh, I definitely wouldn't have got the job. Um, so I was looking for something else and, uh, with more hours cause I was only working part-time and I had been a stay at home mom before that with my kids. And so, um, an ad came up. Uh, for AAA and I thought it was like roadside assistance like an admin job and then uh, after I got the job he's like you have to take a test to do it I'm like okay and then slowly and unravels that I'm gonna become an insurance agent so I just kind of fell into it not on purpose and then when I started working at the AAA office I found out that I was uh, pretty good at it at the cells and so I worked there for a while and I ended up working at State Farm after that for a little while. And then I went and worked for an independent uh, insurance agent for about three years after that. And then I ended up working for AAA um, as a, being the agent myself instead of working under someone. And so that's what I did uh, right before I opened my own agency, which we've been open about um, 15 months now. 15 yeah. months. Wow. That's awesome. So what, what kind of spawned you to take that leap of faith and go on out on your own and, and uh, do kind of a, an agency on your own, especially an independent agency like that on your own? Well, at AAA in Oklahoma, it kind of works as both. Um, they work as an independent agency, kind of. You know, they offer all the carriers, but um, I was an employee agent, so I didn't actually... Um, own the business, you know, I own my book of business and I was employed by them. So it was kind of good training wheels, but I had worked at an independent office for three years before I worked at AAA. And so I found myself looking at the book of business and I wasn't writing AAA branded insurance at all. It was writing all the independent carriers. Uh, for one, I was familiar with them and uh, had worked with them in the other agency and the AAA rates were horrible <laughs> at the time. And it was very corporate very, very, very corporate. It's the first corporate agency I've worked at. You know, the rest have been pretty, uh, you know, individualized and they started changing contracts and things and took over new ownership and they merged with another one. And 
they were wanting us all to sign new contracts. And I had been thinking about opening my own, but I never was brave enough to kind of do it. You know, I was a top producer at every agency I'd been at. I was excellent at selling insurance, never owned it, you know, an agency or had any idea how to, or what that would look like. Um, and, you know, I had been a single mom, so there's no way I'm going to try to do that on my own. And um, I, when I joined AAA, I came in when they were merging with somebody else. So just by chance, I did not have a contract at all with them. No non-compete, no agency contract. And then when they finished the merge, they wanted us to sign all new contracts. And, uh, right, I, I am married now. Um, but I looked at my husband and I was like, if I ever want to open my own, this is the time I need to do it. Um, because for me, I'm not going to ever try to go after someone's business anyways, but I just knew that that a hindrance for a lot of people when they're switching. So yeah. I left AAA on December 15th of 2018 and my agency was open on January 1st. So within two weeks, I, nice. I just like pulled the plug and I was like, oh, I'm just going to figure it out. And I got one of my referral partners, a mortgage company. I asked if I could office in their office for 90 days while I was figuring it out. So I just set up in, they didn't charge me anything. They're like, sure, we love you. Come on in. So I opened my agency inside of a mortgage company, which of course is ideal. That's awesome. So how was that? So are you still inside the mortgage mortgage office? No, after the, um, I really wanted to get into my own space. For one, the mortgage company was in Tulsa, which is about uh, 25 minutes uh, south of here. And I had been commuting for the last six years, at least 30 minutes, and I was ready to be in my town. And so, uh, and have my own space. So after the first um, three months, I went ahead and leased a space. Nice. Nice. Well, that's awesome. So how has it gone for the first year? What what have you found that maybe has been a surprise to you? Because I think if a lot of people are listening, maybe, and they see that you are within that first 15 months, what about the first 15 months has been surprising to you, positive or maybe a challenge-wise? What what has that journey been like for you? So the biggest surprise is, or the cha surprise, challenge, all of it is that, you know, I had zero business insurance. Uh, business experience. And so I can sell insurance with my eyes closed. I'm good at it. It's very natural at doing it. And, you know, you don't realize what it takes to own a, a business or an insurance agency uh, until you're in it. And just having no experience and having to learn it, you know, as I'm going has been a challenge and you know, also a lesson learned, you know, I learned a lot that the longer it goes on, I figured out that no business owner knows what they're doing when they start and that I'm no different than anybody else that started it. And that, you know, just to kind of trust my intuition that, you know, I do know what to do. Um, and so that's kind of got me, got me far. So in the beginning, it was a little bit of a hurdle because I was holding myself back, just telling myself that I oh, I don't know what I'm doing. You know, I don't know how to run a business. And, you know, my thoughts were stopping myself. And so once I got over that hump that it was me stopping myself, then, then I was able to learn a lot from it and just move forward. 
Well, congratulations on doing that. I know a lot of people, it takes them years to kind of figure that out. I think we go into insurance being an insurance agent with a little bit of a previous background and we think, oh, I'm just going to go out on my own and it's going to be almost like the same thing, right? It's going to be kind of like, oh, I can, I can sell and I want to be able to own the book and I want all this, right? But we don't realize, I think, the, the business side of it, right? The, the, I mean, how to be able to navigate the waters a little bit more, especially with an independent because you have so many different carriers. You have, I mean, you know, nobody's telling you what to do. And I know when I first got into the independent side of things, I would, I am part of a cluster. And so I would ask them a question, hey, what about this? And they go, that's the beauty. You're independent. Thumbs up. And I would be like, but I need advice. I need help. And they'd be like, good luck, you know? And I was so frustrated for a very long time with that. So kudos to you. So what um, what tools have you used to be able to try to help yourself to be able to kind of figure some of that out as a new agency owner? What has been really of value to you to help you kind of get over that hump? Um, probably one of the biggest tools is the book Profit First. I don't know if you've ever read it or... I do. Mike McCallowitz, yeah. I think that's how you say his last name. He is He's fabulous. fabulous and... Um, I had heard of the book before and looked at it because I also um, have my real estate license because when I was doing insurance, uh, you know, for somebody else, I was able to kind of do both. But when I opened this, I completely stopped doing real estate because it's too much. So I listened to it, but didn't really apply. And once I started the agency, you know, commissions after a few months start coming in and I'm like, well, how do I pay myself? How much do I get out of this? And how do I know, wait, we have to pay taxes, right? How do we do that? You know, cause I knew nothing. And so I'm trying to figure out the financial stuff of it, you know, and it's very, there's no guide that tells you when you start a business, here's how you, here's what you do with the money when it starts coming in. Nobody tells you. So that was a very crucial to me. And, um, I think it would be good for any business owner, uh, to tell me, okay, here's how you can set up your financials to where you can pay yourself. You can be a profitable company from day one. Um, here's what you should be doing with your expenses and how much you should be spending. And here's how to check up and see how your business is doing. Um, so that was very crucial for me pretty early on to set up my business to be profitable very early. Um, and so I'm still, you know, debt-free from day one, you know, so that's been pretty awesome nice. uh, accomplishment. There's not a lot of people that can say that. So congratulations on I'm, that. So, and I found Mike McCallowitz uh, four or five years ago, kind of the same thing. I was going through you know, just some stuff in my agency, no big deal, but I was just kind of like, I felt like it was running me. And when I found that now, the problem is sticking with it. That's my problem is sticking with it. Cause it's a little bit of work every month, you know, yeah. I mean, making sure what goes where and all that. And he has a really good podcast too. So when I was really in that mode and I was listening to his podcast and I was very um, into that, I, it was real super easy to be able to get done. But it seems like now that I'm like, oh no, I'm, I'm kind of a shiny object person. I'm like, oh look, another shiny object, you know, then I got to make sure I go back and I remember, oh no, I need to make sure that I do this with, you know, all my finances and bookkeeping and, I'm not and the way that everything works. To a T. I kind of adapted it to what works for me, but the core concepts that he uses was, and because I did it from day one, it's a little bit easier. Like that's just how I've always done it. Uh, well, not day one, maybe like a month in when I started, right. it took me about two months, you know, before you start getting any money to be able to do anything with. Um, so 
once that happened, then I kind of adapted it to what works for me and I've stuck with it and it's, uh, it's definitely helped a lot. Hello, loyal listeners. Hey, are you a local agent struggling to find markets for your client? Maybe you, maybe not. Look no further than Nation Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, as they say it in the cool world, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business, A.K. agency. Don't settle for less. Do more with NBS. For more information about Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. Cast certified. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, he also has another book called The Pumpkin Plan. Have you read I have that one? Not. I have not read it, but my sister uh, has been on me. She's like, you've got to read that one too. That one's really good. And I think one of the things in the insurance industry that we talk about, especially uh, newer agencies, is that we kind of want to sell to everybody. We don't kind of pick our niche. We don't really pick our target um, type of client even. And so the pumpkin plan is really, really good about that. And um, it, it's really, it just changes changes your whole mindset on that whole process. Um, and it's it's a great resource too for, since you're a Mike Michalowicz fan, he's, he's amazing. I really, really like him a lot. Yeah, there's so many resources out there. It can almost get overwhelming, kind of like you said with the shiny objects. It's uh, you could read a million books and every book has different concept and try to follow every single <laughs> one. You'll drive yourself crazy. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. That has kind of been another lesson I learned is that uh, there's so many shiny objects out there and there's lots of groups. Um, I know we're both in the IOA, even in that group, it's wonderful and I love it, but there are so many big ideas happening. And when I first opened, uh, you know, I got very wrapped up in, oh, I have to have the latest technology. I have to have this. I have to have this. And then um, after uh, we had gone to the conference, I went to the conference and I came back and I stopped all my technology that wasn't essential. Like I stopped all of it. And I thought I need to figure out where I want my business to go, not where Teresa's business went or another person's business went. And um, then I ended up being like, oh, I really use this technology and I would bring it back brought a couple of them back on so that was another thing is not chase what other people are doing look at what they're doing and see if it fits with you but that doesn't mean that you can't be successful doing it your own way absolutely absolutely and there's a lot of those things that distract you from the process of selling too because you're trying to make them work set them up they're so labor intensive in that process as well and then again you know maybe they're just not where you are right now you know they're always going to be out there in general there's always going to be crm systems text message systems you know and and you know in a year there may be something you know better you know kind of thing so you know i have to i do i really suffer from the shiny object syndrome and everybody i know knows that that's a thing for me but but, um, so you, so do you went to IAOA this past year, correct? You go to uh, San Diego? I did. I got a scholarship and was able to go. So that was awesome. That is fabulous. Yeah. That is fabulous. Did you get to make some good connections there I as did. well? I did. I got to meet a lot of people and talk to a lot of people who I never would have connected with in my life if I hadn't have gone. So a lot of good information. That's awesome. That's awesome. I find that, um, IAOA just helps me feel not quite as alone and, um, I've been in business for 18 years and um, started with my dad 
my dad was an all-state agent and I actually opened up his, uh, independent because he had the non-compete. So we waited. So he, so he let me open up the agency for a couple of years. And then, um, I went ahead and, um, he came on over and then we actually had another business simultaneously. So then I ended up running that business a little bit more. So I just really re-engaged in the insurance side of things in 2015. And I just found that I was just lost. I mean, being independent, I felt really, really lost. And, um, when I found IAOA, I just, I just felt like I had found people that were like me, you know, and that's probably part of my shiny object thing is I'm like, I want to be like them, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I want to be successful like them, you know? And so I want to do everything they're doing. But again, I love the fact that you said exactly what you said, which was you had to just take it back to center and figure out what you wanted for your agency and not just chase what everyone else is doing. That's really hard to do. It is. And it, it, it took me a little bit to figure out, you know, why am I so overwhelmed and stressed? And it's just because I was chasing things that really weren't important to me, honestly, um, and figured out that I can be successful with the things that, you know, that I am good at instead of trying to chase all these things, you know, automation. I'm horrible at that kind of stuff. And that, like you said, right. that may come later down the line when I do have a staff and have more time to where I can work on those things. But right now I need to focus on selling and um, doing what I need to do to get the agency off the ground. Well, awesome. So if you had advice for one, for like somebody who is starting up, maybe a little bit further behind from you, somebody who maybe is like starting or thinking about starting or maybe within the first six months, what is the number one piece of advice that you would give somebody in that situation that you feel like would make the most difference for them at that point? I mean, I know everybody's situation is a little bit different, but what is the one piece of advice that you think might be the most important? Um, I would say that if, especially for women, if we can break out of that limitless thinking, you know, where we are limiting ourselves to what we can do, um, and, you know, kind of telling ourselves that the expectations of what it means, like we were talking about, you know, uh, I was letting myself be told by everyone else what a successful agency looks like, and kind of limit, limiting myself on what my agency could be. And so if we can just let go of those unrealistic expectations for ourselves, um, then you'll be able to go further than you ever even imagined. And so it's just like I thought, oh, I can never do it. I just had to rip the bandaid off and did it. And once I kind of opened my mind to it, I was able to do so much more. And so that would be my main thing because all the time, even myself um, in my daily business, you know, when someone has a problem, I had to learn to stop and look and say, okay, what am I contributing to this problem? You know, a customer's upset, uh, you know, you're having issues with a vendor. And, and once I kind of turned that around and tried to change my thinking, just kind of open it up. And the same thing with my clients, you know, instead of uh, having that no when they call and they need something and it kind of seems impossible, I had to change it in my thinking to, you know, how can I make this work? And, if you can change those kind of thoughts, it really will change how far you'll go. I love that. I love that. A lot of times we get, a lot of times we kind of get really in our own head. And then whenever we get a phone call, we need to really think about where they're at in their head. And, um, We've started, we've started following a little bit. One thing I got from the innovation conference this year was the, uh, the role playing. So I try to 
think about maybe that this isn't about me. I know I'm in my own little world, you know, I, I live in my own little world. I answer the phone. I'm like, oh, why are you yelling at me? You know, but more than likely, you know, they've just been in an accident or whatever. They're frustrated. They're in their own space, right? Or maybe they just got a bill in the mail and they're frustrated because they don't understand what's going on, right? I mean, half the time, you know, as well as I do, we have to sit around and kind of work through how does the billing working on this? Because every company is just kind of crazy on stuff. But you know, it's it's one of those things where I have to remember that this is about them, that this is about them. This phone call is about them. This phone call is not about me. And I love I love what you said about just making sure that you kind of, you know, take care of the customer and think about things from their perspective, because I think that's so valuable. And especially when we're blowing and going and we're building our agency. Right. And I use that term air quotes, you know, that gets that gets kind of crazy sometimes. So awesome. So what plans do you have moving forward for the next year? So you've been in this now for 15 months. So by the time you hit your three-year mark uh, for the next 15 months, what do you want to be able to do moving forward that would be maybe either your next steps or being able to hone what you're doing a little bit better? What are you planning on now for the next 15 months? So the first year was kind of a uh, panic mode, you know, you're just like <laughs> doggy paddling as fast as you can, just hoping you can keep your head above water. And so now that I've had gone through the first year, I have brought on some clients and I've, I've got to hire some people to help. Um, that is my number one focus right now. I actually just this week had someone start part-time. Um, nice. And I wasn't expecting it, but because I've been so uh, busy with um, everyone being at home uh, because of the outbreak, it uh, allowed me to bring somebody in part-time who wasn't able to do it earlier. So that's going to open up a lot of doors for me. Just having a service person is going to take a lot off my shoulders to where I can go out and actually sell. And then I want to hire another producer. Um, so those are kind of my next steps that I'm looking for. Um, and you know, it's been 15 months, so I'm still kind of waiting on this magical thing they're called renewals. Uh, I have yet to <laughs> see very many, but I know it will happen. And so I'm excited about right. that. And I, I've been working on my processes a little bit, but I've been trying not to be overwhelmed and focused on that, uh, and really just focus on the sales and kind of, like you said earlier, really getting, uh, the preferred customer that I want here in my business focusing on that and kind of weeding out some of the ones that um, came earlier that I was saying yes right. to. Yeah. Right. Well, kudos to you. It sounds like you've had a great first 15 months. I'm, I'm excited for you and to see exactly where it is that you're going to go. Yay. I'm so excited about yes, that. I'm, I'm super excited. Well, Nikki, if people want to reach on out to you, get to know you better, maybe ask you questions, maybe women who are maybe in that process of making decisions in their insurance career, if they want to go independent, or maybe if they just became independent and they want to be able to talk to you about that process, how would somebody be able to reach on out and connect with you? Uh, the best way is always Facebook or Instagram. Uh, I'm on most social media, so you can uh, find me under my under my name, Nikki Henley or Agent Henley. And yeah, I, I talk to people a lot on Facebook Messenger about how I got here. So I would love to hear from, from some people. That'd be awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time today. This has been awesome. And congratulations again on your, your journey to be able to be where you are. And uh, we'll definitely go ahead and do like a, a follow up in the future and kind of see how you are and where things are going and some of the cool lessons that you've learned along the way. Yeah. Awesome. I'd love it. I appreciate you having me. Uh, 
Well, absolutely. Thank you so much. Everybody, this has been the Power Women in Insurance podcast with Nikki Henley out of uh, Oklahoma and I with Extra Mile Insurance Solutions in Oklahoma. And I am so excited to be able to have talk to her today. And thank you so much for listening. Make sure that you do subscribe to the podcast by subscribing to the podcast inside of whatever podcast medium that you listen to and uh, give us a review. And we'd love to be able to hear how you are able to get value out of the Power Women in insurance podcast. Thanks everybody and have a blessed day.